This is the Empowered Athlete Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the one and only Natty Boss, lifelong athlete, sports dietitian, breathwork facilitator, personal development junkie, and holistic performance coach. This podcast is here to change the paradigm of what it means to be a high-performance athlete. The intention and mission of this podcast is to help you create freedom, clarity, and balance in your life while giving you the tools to heal yourself, improve your well-being, and optimize performance. I believe that in order to reach our highest potential in this human experience, we must unlearn and let go of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world so that we can truly tap into what our divine path is and have the courage to pursue the curriculum of our soul. It's my hope that after every episode, you feel activated and empowered to make change in your life that supports you in operating from a place of alignment of who you're meant to be. Get ready for major shifts and transformation. It's time to dive in. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Empowered Athlete Podcast. As always, this episode is brought to you by Body by Boss, my company, which is a holistic well, wellness brand where we use a holistic and trauma-informed approach and philosophy to help jiu-jitsu athletes improve their health, overall well-being, and performance. And today we have an amazing guest, Mr. Vince Lapalooza, who's a chemical engineer, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu purple belt, whose mission it is to teach athletes how tea can optimize longevity, recovery, and performance. I'm super excited to dive into this conversation. He hosts the podcast Optimized to provide free information and founded Fresh Steeps to offer premium, functional, and delicious teas for your athletic pursuits. So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation of tea because tea's definitely been known to have lots of health benefits, but to really focus it from an athletic performance standpoint, I'm excited to have this type of conversation and this insight with your experience and passion behind this. So welcome Vince to the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. And you nailed the, the last name. Sometimes it trips people up. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. My, my maiden name is Konechny. So I'm ah. really <laughs> at as speaking names because mine was usually the the hardest to pronounce my entire yes. life. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, so I'm excited. Let's dive in with just the the basics of telling us more about your background, your story of what got you into jujitsu and what led mm -hmm. you to do what you're doing today. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. So this kind of the whole story for me, tea and jujitsu, it, it starts back in high school. And I'm going to kind of intermingle both the jujitsu and the tea, if that's, if that works well. Of course. Um, so the, the, yeah, the story starts back in high school and I was very involved just growing up. I don't remember a time when I wasn't playing a sport really. And that was like, as a kid, I was playing baseball, basketball, soccer, just my parents just put me in anything and everything. Mm -hmm. And in high school, I decided to start specifically focusing on wrestling and football. And that's when I just like really, I liked the physicality. I liked those kind of like rough housing sports. And the, the challenge was for me during that time, they, in high school, you start to really up your practices and up your training sessions. And so they, they always wanted you in before school, having like a, a type of a type of practice, typically like a powerlifting or like an explosive athletic type work practice sometimes even in the middle of the day, just like some sort of like light workout. And then in the afternoon, you had your, your practice for either football or wrestling. And it started to catch up with me in regards to my like energy levels. And at that time, I really didn't actually know much of much or anything about diet, health, stuff like that. I was eating whatever my parents gave me and they, they gave me good food, but like, they didn't really know super well either. Like, especially now that we know now what I know today, um, yeah. compared to what I was eating and drinking back then. So the, during that time, like, I, I really didn't know what to do. And like, in my mind, I had like two options. I had coffee and that was something that honestly, I was a little afraid of coffee at the time. Cause there was a stigma behind it of like, oh, you're probably going to get addicted to this bean juice and, and whatnot. And frankly, I didn't like the taste of it at the time. Now I I'm actually, I don't mind it. It's, it's not bad, but um, yeah, I didn't like the taste and I was a little afraid of it. So I didn't really give that a chance. 
And then there was pre-workouts and pre-workouts were heavily available to me um, just because in the locker room, guys are always taking pre-workouts before practice. So I tried it like twice. I think I gave myself two chances with it. Both resulted in like heart palpitations and like, I can relate. (laughs) And like me, like having to, I think the second time I took it, I actually had to stop my workout early because I felt like unsafe, like lightheaded. I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. Like if I don't have a spot or something. So I just realized I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. No, there's no other options. Like that's fine. I, and frankly at that time, I mean, I was, I was young. I was just energized by like, once you get like 15, 20 minutes into the workout, you're, you get the blood flowing, you, you know, you understand. And so I was just like, okay, whatever, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just push through it. Um, and I was having this conversation with my parents and it's funny that I say my parents, because they're not really tea drinkers. Um, I would say I'm, I've gotten them on the tea train now. And my mom, she recommended, she's like, I think green tea has caffeine. And she's like, we got some in, in our cabinet. She's like, do you want to, do you want to just like, try, try that? And I was like, sure. Why not? So I just took it, boiled some water, threw a tea bag in in, and hated the taste. It was disgusting, (laughs) but it made me feel great. And it was like exactly like what I was looking for functionality. And I'm like, okay, like, that's the, the price I'm going to have to pay is the bad taste. Add a little bit of honey. It's not the end of the world. I got used to it. And that was like basically my, in my beginnings of tea yeah. was that through to college. And now in college, that's when I decided to take a break. Like my first, my freshman year of college, I decided to take a break from athletics. And I'm like, you know what? I've been my whole life. I've been playing sports. I'm like, let's just experience life. Like, let's just outside of the athletics, yeah. athletic realm. And, uh, and I did, and like, I quickly realized after a year of doing that, I'm like, okay, I got this competitive itch that I need to, I need to scratch somehow. And that's when I actually decided to try long distance running, uh, got into marathons, ran two marathons, realized that really wasn't that great. It's fun, but it's not, you know, I was hurting my body, honestly. And then my brother he actually went and did like a retreat in Thailand for, oh, I don't know how many, it was like a a month or two months in Thailand. And when he came back, it was with a man named Ido Portel. I don't know if you're familiar. Have you ever heard of him? No. Okay. So he's a lot of like just movement based and just kind of like going back to like ancestral type moving movements and primal movements. And part of that his um, training session for that. My brother was there for like a month or two months was jujitsu. And my brother comes back and now he didn't do wrestling. He didn't, he wasn't as involved with those types of sports growing up. He didn't play football, but he came back and he's like, Hey, he's like, you got to try this. He's like, you're going to love it. He's like, it was just like wrestling. Just, just try it out. And so he took me, we found a gym local to where our parents lived and he took me and he was right. Like immediately I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was bellying down and like, just, just getting worked. And, but I'm like, it's fun. I'm getting that release again of like competitive, like kind of fighting and stuff like that. So that's, so that was, I forget what year that was. It was like when I was like 21, I think. So I don't, I don't remember what year that was. Um, but like 2021 is when I was first got involved with jujitsu. And like I said, immediately fell in love with it. I'm like, I, when I go back, this was, I was going back to my senior year of college. I'm like, when I go back, I'm joining the jujitsu club. Yeah, It's gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna go all in, see what happens and just kind of enjoy the ride. And so at the university of Iowa, that's where I started my jujitsu journey it was my senior year of college at the university of Iowa. And it was fun too, because Iowa, which is a big wrestling school, there was a heavy influence on wrestling as well. So for me, it was a nice, a nice kind of flow between the things. Yeah. Um, all throughout this time, I was heavily involved still with drinking. I mean, I was drinking tea every single day and it didn't really upgrade like the tea level that like I knew or like I was drinking really didn't change too much from high school. I was still drinking like tea bags. I did upgrade to like matcha occasionally, but it was expensive. And in college, I was like, eh, yeah. that, was, that was my treat. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. was just a, an occasional matcha. Um, and then it kind of, so I started progressing through 
jujitsu. I graduate. I get involved. I move up to Minnesota. I get involved with jujitsu up there. Um, at this point, I'm like going quite frequently. I'm, I'm really heavily involved with it. And um, around 2019 is when I would say like the T journey kind of shifted for me because the, the jujitsu, I mean, there's, there's a lot in there too that I can probably talk about with when it comes to jujitsu, but with a little shift to the T stuff, that's when I was like in 2019, there was a few things that just like happened in my life. Like where it was like my brother, he actually got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma and one of my best friends or not best friends, but like just a really good buddy of mine, he passed away like unexpectedly at 25. And there was a few other things in there. And I was like, I kind of just sat back, had one of those like existential crisis. I'm like, okay, yeah. what do I, what do I love? Like, do I love my job? Do I love what I'm doing in life? I'm like, so I, t- I like sat down, like wrote out a list of things that I really enjoyed doing. Uh, jiu-jitsu was one of them tea was one of them I had like 10 10 items on this list and I realized I'm like you know I've been drinking this tea thing for such a long period of time now and I really don't know anything about this plant like I'm like I just drink green tea I don't really know anything about it so I'm like let's just start a blog I'm like blogs are cheap they're easy to start I can just do it like after work I can just type up some like thoughts things that I learn type it up posted out for the world to read and once I started doing that I like it blew my mind about tea because I realized one just a fun fact I don't know if you know this the the word tea actually refers to one specific plant so green tea black tea oolong puer white tea yellow tea all of those teas all come from the same plant which is the camellia sinensis plant it all yeah, yeah, it's it's something that like was one, one of the first things I learned. And also just like in jujitsu, like when you're like, I think I understand it. And then you like actually experience it for the first time, you're like, I know nothing. <laughs> like this is <laughs> yeah, this is just like it's just like that journey. And I quickly like that's when I was like, okay, I know nothing about this. Like I had to, I'm like, why is black tea so different than green tea? Like what's, what the heck's going on there? And so I I dug into that, started learning about all these different varietals, like where tea comes from, how it's grown, all that, all that good stuff. Um, And frankly, it was the more I kept going down that, that rabbit hole, the more I realized like it didn't, it wasn't a direct connection for me of the athletic performance and the tea really until like six months ago okay that's when like I was like wait I've been doing this kind of like just intuitively I've been like tea was my pre-workout always like I would I would make a tea I would add these spices and stuff like because I learned like oh turmeric's good for anti or is it good anti-inflammatory ginger's good for digestion so I'd add like some spices depending on the time of the day and then I just go about my day. So, but I didn't really like know that until, or like the, the connection was finally actually connected yeah. until like six months ago. Oh, wow. At which point I just was like, oh my gosh, there's like, why are we not talking about how to work with these two things? And I felt just empowered to be like, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's make my podcast all about this. Let's make my tea company all about this and just go all in. And so that's kind of like the high level. Like I said, there's, there's lots in there that that happened, but that's a high level story. That's amazing. I love that you went all in. And so at this point, you're a purple belt in jujitsu. And I am curious also being a chemical engineer, does that have any role in your creation of the teas that you have? Is there any knowledge that crosses over there? Yes. Well, I'd say being a chemical engineer, it helps with the ability to read some of these research papers um, that are out there and just my genuine curiosity of the chemistry of what's going on. And so that's, that's really what sparked too. Like when I first started my blog, it was reading into the chemistry of of the tea plant and like, what was, what do we get out of the tea plant when, when we're steeping? And like, obviously we see, we get something cause it's, it's a nice golden liquid, but 
what's what are we actually getting and how is that interacting with our body and with our cells and stuff like that so that that's like where my genuine curiosity comes from the chemical engineering helps me kind of decipher some of these bigger words understand some of these yeah. compounds that go into it um and yeah it's it's just been like a, a wild journey journey since yeah and being a purple belt for how long yeah. now be purple belt so so the purple belt journey for me has been has been a rough one um i got my have that belt yeah yeah purple belt has been the humbling belt for me so far um i got my purple belt in september of 20 wait it's 2022 of september of 2020 mm -hmm. um i got it at like the beginning of the month and um obviously i was like i was riding the high i'm like awesome like it was it was two years of i think it took me two years to get my my or yeah to level up from the blue belt to purple belt got the purple belt a month into getting my purple belt i'm still riding that high i was actually about to close or i closed on a house i'm like man like this is i'm just i'm just feeling good the day after i close on the house i go and i'm training um and i get caught in uh an electric chair type position and all of a sudden very very out of the blue i just hear snap 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 and felt something in my knee the guy like let go it didn't really hurt actually the guy like let go he's like hey i heard pops i'm like yeah same i like sat <laughs> down and i'm like i don't feel bad i feel weird like i'm like something's not right but i'm like it doesn't really hurt and so i like walk off the mat my coach comes up to me he's like what happened i was like hey, i was in this position and i got i just heard like snaps like i don't even remember like how i got like twisted or something but like i just heard snaps he's like where'd you hear the snaps i'm like oh the outside of my knee he's like probably tore your lcl i'm like really he's like he's like yeah super common um he's like take he's like take take the rest of the class off here's a nice pack here's some advil he's like just go home he's like wake up tomorrow see how you feel he's like if it feels fine great just take the weekend off come back on monday um because this was like on a thursday he's like but if it's hurting tomorrow go get it checked so i woke up the next day and i couldn't move my leg like it was so much pain i could barely put any pressure on it couldn't bend it and i'm like oh damn okay so I went get it checked. It was in fact a torn LCL. Had to get had to get a full reconstructive surgery with wow. that, which was was miserable. Yeah. Um, so then I get through that about six months after the surgery, after the recovery, I'm getting back on the mats. This was my first, now this was my first real injury in all yeah. of my sports. Like I said, I've been active my whole life, but I've never had something this like that's required surgery. I've had little, everyone has little injuries. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're an athlete. So I recovered from that six months later, I'm back on the mats. I'm slowly integrating myself and yeah, I'm feeling good. Like it's now the summer I'm feeling good. And the, this is like August, end of August, early September of 2021. Now I am back at Iowa visiting for a football game and i'm like you know what it's friday night i want to go to an open roll open mat and just get a sweat in like i'm probably going to be drinking or whatever this weekend be good to get a little workout in before that yeah. and i'm going and my second roll i'm rolling with a black belt and he catches me in a position where he was basically side control but pinned me on the mat and he was going for my arm for an arm bar now i'm holding the lapel on the opposite side of this is my left side this is the left arm that he's attacking. I'm holding the lapel on my right side to defend. Yeah. And he pulls up at a high angle, like a 45 degree angle to break the grip. My grip doesn't break, but all of a sudden I hear a snap and my arm, I, at that point, I like yell, tap. My arm kind of flops to the mat. Like my feel just like everything spazzing in like my shoulder and my arm. I'm like, and I just like get, very very angry because at this point i'm like i heard the snap i've been through yeah. this before i yeah. know that i know what this is i literally went through this like 11 months ago yeah so i was super pissed i was like oh man i go to the hospital to take x-rays i go to the orthopedic and yeah lo and behold tore my pec 
And I'm like, man, like, this is horrible. I'm like, what? And so now I'm questioning, I'm questioning jujitsu as a whole. I'm questioning yeah. just everything because it's, uh, I mean, to be humbled like that, like twice in a row, pretty much with within a year. And, and of course, with, with this, with the pec tear, I have the surgery, I get it, I get it put back on and, or get it all reconnected. And then a month after that, it gets infected. And okay. so I had to go get another surgery. It, and all of this is just like leading me to question. I'm like, man, is jujitsu the right thing for me to do? Yeah. Because I like, I love the sport. I've now been invested in it like five, six years. I've never really been this invested into a sport. Yeah my whole life. Like, even though I've played sports my whole life, I played football my whole life. It's like, it's weird because football for me, it was like, I had like a little bit in the summer, but like it was summer and fall. And then I was done with football. Like there was lifting and stuff, but I wasn't actually playing football yeah. the rest of the year. Whereas like jujitsu, I I'm playing jujitsu every single day or every single week, all year round for six years. Yeah. And now I'm questioning and like an identity. <laughs> exactly. Like now it's an identity. And now I'm questioning if it's even safe for me to do, if it's even yeah. the right thing for my body, for my health, my longevity. And ultimately I'm like, am I going to let these little injuries be dictate me? <laughs> like, and, and I'm going to live in that fear of getting hurt again. And yeah. so I let my, like, I don't know if that's pride, if that's ego, I'm not sure, but I'm like not letting it stop me because I'm back or I'm already back training and, and whatnot. <laughs> but yeah, so Purple Belt's been been wild. It's been a nice two years of, I mean, I don't even know if I can call it two years because like a year of that was yeah. recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that in that time, I'm assuming you were still drinking tea. Do you think tea had any role to play in your recovery? Yes. And mostly in, it's hard to say with, in regards to like the physical recovery, but with, I guess I'll say, I'll say a few things in regards to, to tea and like the recovery and everything. One I've, I've come to realize like tea, just like even like some medications is more like a, it can be a band-aid. Cause you can use tea as like an Advil. You can use tea as, um, as like a sleep aid, Yeah. but it's best to get to the root cause. Yeah. And so what I always tell people is there's 90% of your health is going to be diet and lifestyle changes. Like you need to figure that stuff out first. The tea, which is why I've called my podcast optimized because like the tea, it's going to optimize that stuff. Those, yeah. those healthy habits it's going to optimize those and it's going to make you even better in whatever you want there. So it's an enhancement, like a supplement, like we often say, like a supplement is meant to be supplemented, not your main modality or think it's your fix all. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that's where I, I make sure that's known for people yeah. first, because people come to me all, all the time, especially to say, I'm really happy that you do that. So people don't automatically just start buying tea and then eat like crap and wonder why it's not working. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like, that's like how I was in high school, which like tea was maybe the first introduction to like a healthy lifestyle for me. And then I started fixing other things. And then I started seeing the tea even help better yeah. there. But, but in regards to your question about the helping me during my recovery. I it definitely in the sense of the mental and like the mindset and like the, the emotional and mental trauma that you go through or that I went through during my injuries were, were really challenging. Like just being demoralized, like, especially with, with my knee, my knee, I was so depressed because I go from this guy, like, just got up to up level or leveled up to a purple belt. I'm super athletic. I feel great. So now I can't walk up my stairs to go to the bathroom. I had to call 911 because I had a panic attack because I was like falling in my house. So now it's like this drastic shift in my mindset. Just I was so low, so yeah. low with that. Um, what helped with the T in regards to that is like just taking that time, sitting with the tea, the meditation behind it, the 
kind of just like sitting and feeling my emotions. Cause like, I remember I was just like sitting like one morning, um, probably crying and just like thinking about like, okay, like with my tea and just like sitting there, I'm like, am I just going to like, let this, like, I'm not going to let this injury just define me and I'm done now. Like, this is, this can't be, this can't be it. Like, I'm not, it's not that easy. So it really motivate motivated me because the, the PT for my knee recovery was, was miserable. I would have like my girlfriend, she would be like pushing. Cause like, you got to bend your knee. You got to move yeah. it real quick. Um, like immediately after surgery, they're having you move yeah. and put pressure on it because that's, that's going to help with the recovery. But it's so painful. It stiffens up so quick that it's super painful. So I was having like my girlfriend, like pushing on my ankle to like bring my knee to my butt or try as, as well, like while I'm like pulling like at my knee pit to try and bend it. And like, I'm yelling, I'm like, go further, go further. (laughs) Like, she's like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) Um, But so when, in regards to like the tea and like that, that helped out a lot. I've learned now even more so and how some of these herbs and some of these teas could maybe help more with the physical. And because there's like, yeah, like the anti-inflammatory stuff, the the more powerful type herbs, like those can actually help help a little bit with the physical. Um, But it's mostly for me in that time, it was my quiet time to sit with my emotions, see where I'm at. Like, okay, what do I need to work on? Like, what can I flush out? Because the whole process of making tea can be, I mean, it can be as long as you want, really. It's like a minimum of five minutes, but it couldn't be like an hour long. And it can be really a meditative experience, like an opportunity to connect to yourself and create that mindfulness, that intentionality, which I find really interesting that that is the first benefit that you kind of noticed versus Mm -hmm. the physicality is more of the mental, the emotional, even spiritual aspect of it. Yeah. And it's, so that was so, so powerful for me because it just gave me that. Yeah. It gave me some quiet time. I still had to go to work. I still do this, do that stuff, but I made sure every morning I started with brewing my tea and sitting with it. And as athletes, it's just so important to have a healthy mindset. Like that's going into competitions for me. I get so stressed out sometimes and it's, I don't know, like this is helping me like release so much stress, like just yeah. sitting and meditating with my teas and, and stuff. And whether that's meditation, whether it's the tea, I think it's a combination of the both. It's never yeah. black and white. Like it's not just this. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a full, that's why I also blend my teas. It's not like just the green tea. It's all yeah. the herbs and all the teas working together. It's the meditation. It's all the practices that you're doing in life, all coming together into a nice harmony when yeah. you're your best self. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. And so you mentioned earlier that it wasn't until six months ago where you started to make the connection of maybe the physical aspects of yeah. tea performance for recovery, for longevity. So I'm curious, what are some of the benefits that maybe you've done research on or that you'd like to speak to uh, that tea can offer? Yeah. Have you ever heard of adapt- what you already mentioned? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever heard of adaptogens? Yes. Yeah. So, so those have been at like the forefront of my mind for the athletic performance. Yeah. And so for people listening who don't really know what adaptogens are, this is the first time you're hearing it. An adaptogen is a non-toxic plant substance that helps our bodies evolve and adapt to stress that are, that's in our life. And stress is natural. Stress is is not a bad thing. As athletes, we probably understand that stress is a good thing because that's why we go to the gym is we put our bodies under this acute stress so that we can grow bigger muscles, become more explosive. We can train our bodies in in these ways. You can stretch further. That's good stress, that, that acute stress. Chronic stress, the stuff that is constantly keeping us inflamed, um, Yes. Making us not able to sleep. We have constantly in our minds, just like we have insomnia, it can lead to depression. It can lower libido. Like there's so many things that chronic stress can do that can be so detrimental to our athletic performance, as well as just our life, our livelihood and our longevity. 
And when we understand that and we can combat this, these chronic stressors that happen in life, to me, that's going to only help our life as well as our athletic pursuits. So going back to adaptogens, what I've come to realize is there's about 24 known adaptogens in life and common ones, especially right now, ashwagandha is a super common one, um, ginseng, rhodiola. I'm trying to kind of talk more about rhodiola, get people on that train. I, I really love that one, just the flavor of it, as well as the functionality. Um, there's, there's a lot, like I said, there's like 24. And what I've just come to realize is one, just the ancestral use of of these herbs and of these teas, as well as now what kind of science is confirming about that ancestral use is fascinating because these things, they basically support our natural body functions in a way that no other herb can. And what I mean by that is, are you familiar with like a valerian root? Yeah. Okay. So valerian root is a super powerful herb to help people with sleep. Um, it really sedates you. It's very, it's very, it's, it's quite powerful for me, at least when I use it, it's going to knock me out real quick. Um, so what that does is it's like, it's kind of like a sleep medicine where it's like, you take it, it knocks me out. Great. Awesome. doesn't kind of carry over into the next day. It's kind of like a one and done type use. Whereas ashwagandha, for example, I drink ashwagandha. If, if today's my first day I'm drinking with ashwagandha you might feel a little something, you might not. It's just gonna be more like, okay, you drank it, the flavor is like, yeah, all right, but whatever. Now you keep doing that. You keep doing that for a week, two weeks, a month. And all of a sudden, over that time, your body just becomes less stressed. Your cortisol spikes will happen early in the morning when we want it to. And the melatonin will then take over towards the evening when we want that to take over. And we'll have that balance of the cortisol and melatonin. Why? Because the ashwagandha is helping with this. It helps basically elevate these normal, elevate and depress these normal functions in our bodies yeah. that you, you won't get with like a valerian root. You won't get with a lavender. You won't get with yerba mate. And I love all those herbs and I work with all those herbs in, in times. But what just fascinates me is like working with these specific adaptogens on a daily routine or like cycling them. So like I'll take ashwagandha for three months. I'll, I'll work with ashwagandha for three months, take it off. Then I'll switch to like a ginseng, yeah. work with ginseng for three months, take that off. Just it's, they're fascinating herbs. And like I said, they're non-toxic. So you can't really, I say that, I know people can have like, a, like ashwagandha, for example, is a nightshade. So if you right. are someone who's, um, who Allergic doesn't do well, or yeah. Sensitive. yeah. So with all these herbs, you have to do your own research. You have yeah. to look in, especially if you're pregnant, especially if you're on any prescriptions, especially if you have any autoimmune challenges, these yeah. are all things, this is more just getting you to start questioning. Like yeah. if anyone's listening, it's like, ask this question, or if you've never heard of this herb, look it up, go on to drugs.com, see if there's any interactions. That's what I always do. And yeah, like just, there's so much power. And so that's in the, when it comes to like the physicality of herbs and tea, those have been kind of blowing my mind. And I think they're gaining more traction in the world. Like we're seeing, at least I am seeing it all pop up all over. You're seeing it in more beverages. We're seeing it in more foods and more everything. And, and they're, I mean, they, some of them taste really good. Like I said, rhodiola, it's like a rose scented root tastes so good in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Also, actually that leads me to my next question. What are, you know, you create your own steeps, your own yeah. little tea. So, you know, maybe what is, if we could do like your top two that you would recommend if somebody wanted to get started right away and maybe like, why would you recommend them? Like what would be their function that yeah. you create? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Um, so I'll, I'll do one, one actually doesn't have any of the adaptogens, but it's the one I'm, I'm drinking right now. It's, it was my original, it's kind of what created this. I, I was having this uh, idea in the shower, actually. I remember I was in the shower and all of a sudden the name Warriors Boost just came to my mind. And I'm like, I don't know what this means, but I like quickly got out of the shower. I wrote it down. I'm like, what does Warriors Boost mean to me? 
And I'm like, well, yerba mate. Yerba mate is like first thing that came to mind. I'm like, okay, cool. Wrote down yerba mate, wrote down some other blends. So the Warriors boosts that like, again, that's personally out of my, one of my five blends. Warriors boost was my original blend that kind of kickstarted this whole journey of creating the fresh steeps blends for me. And so it has a little special place in my heart. What yeah. it has is the yerba mate it has gunpowder, green tea, uh, lemongrass and orange peel. And so the reasoning I did that I, one, the reason I make all my blends is I really want to make all of these teas taste super well. And if you're someone who's used to artificial flavors or artificial teas or teas with like artificial or natural flavorings, my teas are a lot more mild because I don't like adding any of that stuff. Um, however, the functionality of yerba mate, have you ever worked with yerba mate? I have had it probably not in the best tasting way that I could have. Okay. Like maybe like the cans, like those yellow cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, which, I mean, I think that I've, I don't even know what company that is, but I, they're, I love what they're doing. I think it's cool because it's introducing your mate. I just don't think I agree. It's really like you, I don't ever get the functionality I do out of like the pure leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Nor do I get the flavor, like the actual flavoring, which I like your mate when people try it for the first time, it can be overpowering and bitter. However, and again, I'll toot my own horn when it comes to this tea blend, because the mixture of the gunpowder, um, gunpowder, green tea, lemongrass and orange peel, it like cuts that bitterness right out. Like lemongrass and orange peel, especially provide that citrus flavor. And I, the reason I added the gunpowder green tea was a little bit additional caffeine boost. So in total, like a serving would be like about 140 milligrams of caffeine. So it's, okay. it's quite high. Um, but with the green tea, I wanted to add that because it contains some compounds like L-theanine, which help balance out and keep your caffeine boost going for an extended period of time, rather than like a spike and a drop yes. like coffee yes. would do. So this is like my pre-workout. It's my morning routine. Uh, it's my coffee alternative. Basically, I just, I, I work with it before classes. I bring pots of this stuff to, to my jujitsu gym and I'll, and I'll brew it for everybody and get people, yeah, get people amped. Um, it's also, also, I should note these, all these teas are really good cold too. And that's something like, as the, the weather's changing, yeah. people are always asking me about cold brews and cold steeps you can brew them hot and pour it over ice. And this is with, this isn't even, I, I won't even say just with my tea. You can do this with tea in general, brew it yeah. hot, pour it over ice. If you want the ice or just throw it in some cold water, put it in the fridge for the night, the next day you have nice tea. Yeah. Um, so that's like, number one is one of my favorites. And then number two, I mean, man, there's, I, I love all of them, but I would say the, the chai, I, I have a chai flavor. Um, it's my chai cleanse is what I call it. And the reason I call it my chai cleanse is it's got, well, one, it's got the chai flavoring. So it's got that cinnamon, clove, yeah. ginger, got that spiciness behind it. Um, the cleanse part comes in with, have you ever heard of pu'er tea? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So that, that one's a newer one for, for most people. And what it is, is it's a fermented tea. So what they do for mine specifically is a fermented black tea. And what they do is they process the tea leaves to basically be a black tea. You get, you get your black tea. What they take then is they take these, these black tea leaves and they pound them into cakes. Like, so literal pucks, like big yeah. discs. And they put on certain types of bacteria on this and they store it for weeks, sometimes years, sometimes like decades. And oh, they wow. just, basically let the bacteria interact with the caffeine and thrive and ferment these tea leaves. So what you get is a bolder type flavor, like a bolder, more earthy and more smooth and sweeter type tea than a black tea. Whereas black tea can be a little sour and astringent at times. Pu'er has a little smoother in my opinion. Okay. And so what I did is I combined that for the functionality because a fermented tea it has similar effects to like a kombucha or mm, stuff yeah. like that. Um, it is slightly different. It's not as so it's definitely great for gut health. Yes. And, and so it helps cleanse out that system. And I've paired it with ashwagandha, like we were talking about earlier, uh, dandelion root 
I have in there as well for the roasty type flavor, as well as um, liver support. Dandelion root is really great for supporting um, liver health and natural liver functions. Um, and then, like I said, there's ginger, clove, and cinnamon for flavors as well, just to bring that chai. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Great. Well, you heard it guys and ladies, make sure you check out those two teas. Those are her top, his top two recommendations. I am curious though, do you have any that are non-caffeinated or one that you would recommend for sleep? Because, you know, the general recommendation with caffeine, you know, really limiting it before 2 PM, you know, maximum to not affect your sleep. Um, if you have any other insight on that or different thoughts from a tea perspective, mm-hmm. um, or just a blend that you have that would be more supportive for sleep. Yeah. Um, I personally get wired if I have anything with caffeine after 2 PM. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, that's completely understandable. So I do have two blends that don't have caffeine. The one that I is basically my nighttime routine is the Zen blend. And what that has is it's lavender, chamomile, lemongrass, and nettle. Um, so mm, that sounds good. Yeah. So the lavender and chamomile, I mean, I, I feel like people, they know them, they love them. So floral, basically when you, as you're, what I love to do is as I'm pouring the hot water over it, you immediately get the release of those like essential oils into the air. So I like pour my, pour it like really close to my face and like, let it just kind of steam up into my nose nice. um, because immediately it just is relaxing. But then after, I mean, you sip on it, you steep on it. I, it's like my meditation in a cup. Um, sometimes I'll start a day with it if I'm like, cause it doesn't really make me sleepy, but like it'll, if I like, just want to like, if it's like a Saturday or like a Sunday morning yeah, yeah. With, with like, like a rainy Sunday morning and I'm just like, want to be lazy, I'll start it. But like, it's my perfect evening time routine. Um, I added nettle to it, which nettle is one of those herbs where it's kind of, it's known as like a pharmacopoeia of just minerals and vitamins. And mm-hmm. one of the things that it has in it that, and the reason I added it to that, that specific blend is it has a lot of magnesium for, in relation to plants. And so as we know, or as maybe we should know, magnesium is so super great for recovery of our muscles and uh, for cramping, as well as just for rehydrating. And it also helps with sleep. Yeah. So that's why I added it into there. It's super great for that relaxation love that. time. Yeah. I love the intentionality you have between all of these blends um, and like the function that they serve for sure. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. I'm excited. I'm going to try some. Oh, yes. Yeah, please. Please do. Get on the T train. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> amazing. So is there any other I want to give you before we wrap up, like just any, give you the floor to speak to anything that you would like anybody to maybe hear or learn, or, you know, with your mission being to really use tea to help athletes optimize their longevity, recovery, and performance. Is there anything that you want to offer somebody who maybe is skeptical, maybe just has no idea about tea, maybe something that you didn't know that you learned that changed your life, something that can really maybe help them just take that leap. Yeah. Yeah. Tea, when you start to get into tea, it's, it's overwhelming. I mean, just like kind of, I've, like I've, I compared it to jujitsu earlier in this conversation. It's something where you just, you can get overwhelmed real quick, especially once you dig into the herbs and there's so many things out there. So I'd say one finding yourself either someone who understands this that you can ask questions to which I am always available if you follow me on Instagram or anything like that reach out to me I'll I'll always respond to DMs um and I'd love to even like schedule like a 15 minute call to just talk like work with people on this but if you don't want to if you don't want to do that route either I'd say one finding some great books one of the best books that I read when in regards to tea and to herbalism um, that has some great science behind it is called uh, body into balance by Maria Noel Groves I think is what it is um, but body into balance that's a great book that's kind of what started me on my like herbalism they go more into the herbs not as much into like the green teas black teas they do mention it a little bit but that one started to shift my mindset into it. Um, the other thing is instead 
of if you're interested in this and you want and you're someone who likes to experiment on themselves and to work with these things directly and see how you feel which is what i always recommend people doing obviously again checking to make sure no herbs are going to interact with anything you're doing now but set intentionality and like set intentionality for like a week with like a specific tea sit with that tea in like the morning in the evening whatever whatever that tea is for for it and sit with it for like at least five minutes five to ten minutes sit with it feel it if you want to get into the more hippy dippy stuff talk with it like ask it to be yeah talk with it ask it to be nice to you (laughs) or just ask it to show show you what's up um i've done that before and it's it's powerful some of these herbs are so powerful like they're yeah i i did a just real quick i did an experiment with one um that i haven't really ever worked with in regards to like it was to help with dream with your dreams and make your dreams more vivid and help with lucid dreaming yeah and i was and i'm always curious about like the lucid dreaming aspect and basically day four, I actually, it was going to be a week long ex- experiment of drinking this right before bed and recording what my dreams were. And on day four, I actually had to quit because the, I was not expecting it, but like it was really helping with the dreams and I was getting super vivid, wild dreams, but it carried over to the next day where I had brain fog. I was so fatigued. I kind of felt like my, the physicality in me was, was decreasing where I'd get to the gym and my heart would be like racing is, and I could never get into a flow of yeah. either jujitsu or my, or my lifts. And so I was, I was starting to get like a little worried. And also I didn't want to take away from, I, I love working out and I love doing jujitsu. So I was like, I don't want to take away from this. So I stopped it on day four. Um, but so there are some herbs out there and teas that, that really, that really can, can mess you up. So if you're curious, try it yourself, see it. And if you have no idea where to start, follow me on Instagram or just DM me on Instagram. And I will be more than happy to guide and just answer any questions. Cause it's a, it's a wild world really. Yeah. Yeah. So of course we'll put the show notes in the show notes, his, information to connect with him on his website on instagram we'll put in there the book that he recommended to try out so you can have that resource and um of course i wanted to wrap up with our final question i know you've had a tumultuous purple belt journey but (laughs) if you can uh, think of your whole journey or maybe where you're at right now what is your favorite submission at the moment and or Mm. takedown and you are a wrestler so maybe you have a preferred takedown or uh, Hmm. Um, can I answer both? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So one of my hmm, favorite, I would say right now, my favorite takedown that I've been really love experimenting with is an Uchimata mm. to an ankle pick. Oh, yeah. So if the Uchimata doesn't finish, which a lot of times I'm, I've struggled actually kicking up high enough or like either committing to, or they drop their weight. Yeah. I go straight for the ankle pick and yeah. So I've been really loving that and it does catch people off guard. Um, so I've been, yeah, that's been like my favorite takedown been trying to drill. There's so many takedowns I've been trying to, trying to get better at and like more so, cause I feel good with my wrestling ones. Yeah. But I also want to spice it up with more like judo type type stuff. Um, so that's been my favorite, uh, in regards to that, then submission. Oof there's uh, there's so many good submissions out there and recently we'll stick with the recent ones just last night my brother and I we were we were drilling a little bit and one that I've been it I never I was never actually properly taught it it just kind of happened naturally and now I catch it a lot well it's it's a triangle but it's a triangle specifically from north south so the the like I'm in someone's north south and they have one arm is like it's like an over under hook on my, on my arms. If you're familiar, if you're like a head and arm. Yes. Yeah. But you're using your arms or your legs. I'm using, I'm, I'm using my legs. So you rotate. Oh. So what I do is, is when someone, they have to have their arms in a very specific position, kind of going for a North South choke. Yeah. And what I do is I rotate away from the arm. Like I swivel my feet away from the arm. That's like under my armpit. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
I rotate into or away from it, but I still keep hold of it. And I just pull it into, and it's the, the triangles right there. You basically, right, I know swivel. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I've been the fluidity of it for me. I think again, it's just something that like, I never was properly taught it, but like, yeah. it's just been there for me like all the time. So cool, I've been that's really, awesome. yeah, really loving that one. Experimenting with triangles. I, I love, I got long legs. So I got, I love yeah. the triangles. <laughs> and that's pretty unique too. And um, do you do this? Have you been able to hit this in gi and no gi or? Yeah, uh, it's very, it's, it's there quite often with no gi. Um, yeah, for sure. No, gi. for sure. No gi, but gi, I, I practice more gi. I'm trying to get more into my no gi because my leg locks are terrible. I'm a white belt <laughs> with leg locks and I'm realizing, okay, let's do no gi because everyone loves leg locks there. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to jump right into the deep end there. Um, but yeah, you can hit both gi, no gi. I like doing both. Does it, gi, it's actually a little easy. Well, they're, I'd say they're both easy for their own types of ways because yeah. no gi, it's smoother. Gi, you have yeah. more stuff to hold on to and really rotate into it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for spending this time with us and sharing your background, your story, your passion. I hope you guys are inspired to try some tea, maybe just experiment. Like he said, I really liked his recommendation of just give it. I love, love, love putting myself in challenges. Like I put myself in 14 day challenges when I want to try something new, just to see and use those metrics to just see like, how did it work for me? Is this something I want to continue? Is it something that I don't really like, but it really just allows us to expand our minds too, just by not falling into the rut of just the same things day in, day out when we can like add these little challenges to our life. And that's what makes us grow. So if you are an avid coffee drinker, you know, make this a challenge for yourself to just expand outside of your comfort zone, try a tea and put it in there for, you know, a week or two weeks and just see how you feel. If you absolutely hate it, you don't have to commit to it, but hopefully with the blends that he's created, the intentionality behind it, you love them. And I'm definitely going to be doing it as well. So I'll definitely keep you posted on how it goes on my end. And thank you so much for spending this time. As I said, guys, if you love this episode and you found something valuable from it, please share it on social media, tag us. You could tag him again. His information will be in the show notes, tag us on body by boss LLC on Instagram and share this with friends, family, anybody who's looking to get just again, improved energy recovery performance, or just their health, right? This isn't a substitute for healthy eating. It's not a substitute for exercise, but again, it, it's a way more natural and holistic way to enhance your life. Um, so if you know that person who maybe relies on those external things like Advil or energy drinks that have lots of toxins and chemicals, you know, this could be a great alternative to offer them. So feel free to share this episode. Thank you so much, Vince. Thank you. This is amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later.